You're listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with your hosts, Tim and Gary. Grab a bowl of Lucky Charms, put on your hammer pants, slip on your power glove, and relive your childhood with a show dedicated to the love of animation. I am the terror that flaps in the night. Disney. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And so much more. It's time for Saturday Morning Rewind. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Saturday Morning Rewind. I am your host, Tim Nadell. I would love it if you guys follow me on Instagram and Twitter. My handle is at Saturday Rewind. I have a second one. It's at Tim the Tune Man. And I am Gary Lane. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at SMR Gary. All right. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I don't know why I'm so excited. Okay, first of all, to set this episode up. Since school just got back into session, little kiddos all around, you know, you see school, bus, school buses driving around, we decided to do a back-to-school episode. And honestly, I really do not know why I'm excited to talk about back going back to school. <laughs> I certainly wasn't excited to talk about it back in the day. <laughs> no. Gosh, no. But before we do that, we got a couple updates we wanted to give you. Gary, go ahead and give us your first update. Okay. All right. Well, I uh, will be at RetroCon in Philadelphia, well, just outside of Philadelphia in Oats, Oaks, Pennsylvania, this coming weekend, September 14th and 15th. And I will be hosting a few panels as Saturday Morning Rewind. And I will be doing a panel with Melindy Britt, one with Robbie Rist, and one with David Kay. And hopefully I will have some audio to share with everyone in an upcoming episode as well. That's awesome. A lot of good panels there. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of panels, I understand you've got some things to talk about. I do. I can't give away everything quite yet because this convention is still, everything's kind of penciled in right now. So I can't give away everything, but I can give away one thing. And I'm talking about the Reno Pop Culture Con in November, which is November 7th through the 10th, I believe, in Reno, Nevada. And I will be there celebrating the 35th anniversary of Muppet Babies with the voice actors themselves. We have uh, Laurie O'Brien, who was Piggy, uh, Katie Lee, who was Rolf, and Greg Berg, who was Fozzie. So come join us in Reno, Nevada, the biggest little city in the world. And I'm going to promise you right now, it's going to be a great time. This is actually the very first convention for them in Reno. So they're based out of Denver, and they've had the Denver Comic Con for forever but now they're branching out and they have one in Reno for the very first time. That should be very exciting. I wish that I could be there for that one too, but this year it's not looking. Yeah. It, it, it was kind of last minute thing. And yeah. um, what's awesome about it for me, at least is that a lot of you probably know that Reno, Nevada is my hometown. I grew up there and we moved away when I was 13. So, and the convention didn't know that when they asked me to go on board and do some things for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's just awesome to think that my childhood, my childhood home is calling me back, you know, and for doing something based on my childhood. Yeah. You know, talk about full circle. Exactly. If it wasn't for my childhood in Reno, I wouldn't be doing the show. Yeah. And then I get Man, the call cool. like, hey, we need you. And uh, it's going to be awesome. And Jason Schlierman's going to be there as well from DAF Radio. He's got a couple things he's doing quite. I can't quite talk about it. Um, 
I don't think I can really say much right now because it's still kind of penciled in. But both myself and, and Jason will be doing other things as well there, not just that one celebration. So look for that. If you're anywhere near Reno, I would appreciate it. We were actually getting a table, which is pretty awesome. And if you go to the website, my, my, my face and name is on the website as a guest. <laughs> just a couple below Val Kilmer, who's also there. Right. Look for that. Second weekend in November, Reno, Nevada. Love it if you guys came. We need the audience. I know that. You know, it'd be cool to see you guys at the table. I don't know what we're going to be doing at the table quite yet, but it's going to be fun. That sounds very cool. Um, yeah, so, and and this, this coming weekend, if you happen to be in the Pennsylvania area and you happen to see me walking around, which you may not know what I look like, so I'll try to post to the Saturday Morning Rewind <laughs> Facebook page what I look like. So if you see me, come say hi. Awesome. I wish I was going. I know. I, w- I wish so too. <sighs> but it's it's cool that we're kind of getting both uh, both sides of the coast covered yeah. now with conventions, and hopefully more will come in the near future. And I got to get to do one more quick thing. I want to thank our Patreon supporters for the last few months, actually for the last couple of years, but we have really haven't released a ton of content in the last couple of months. And thank you guys all for sticking in there, for your continued support. If it wasn't for you guys, these conventions might not even be happening. So thank you, Mike Clemens, Gemma Bright, Tori Garvin, Hugh Fortier, and TNT Life. You guys are awesome. And if you're listening and really do want to help us out, and we really do need it, honestly, it's a, it's a really big help. Donations start at only two bucks a month. You can give for how long you ever you want to do it. If you want to do it for one month, that's fine. If you want to do it for a year, that's fine too. $2 a month. Patreon's a very trustworthy website. Go to our donation tab on our website, SaturdayMorningRewind.com, and you'll find all the details right there. Yeah, it's it's so great that you guys you know want to share your hard-earned money with us, and uh, we definitely appreciate it if you currently are a subscriber or ever have been. And we'll try to get back on top of releasing more content on the uh, on a more regular basis for you guys. We really won't. You are listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim and Gary. This is Wolverine talking. I just finished a fantastic interview with Tim from Saturday Morning Rewind. So listen up, bub, and don't miss a thing. Later. All right, so like I said, this episode is all about going back to school since all the kids are back in school now. And I don't know about you, Gary, but school for me was very 50-50, honestly. Like, oh, yeah. There's there's some years I loved, and then mm-hmm. some years that I hated. I think a lot of people are like that, probably. I think middle school was probably most people's most hated school years. Yeah, probably. I, Although they might have been my favorite, if I'm being honest, because elementary school was kind of the, the years I didn't enjoy so much. You're weird. Man, elementary school, you can just do crafts and watch <laughs> movies, take naps. Well, Dude, I, you I take... didn't have a lot of friends in elementary school. It was where, you know, like my crew sort of came together in middle school. So I think that was the difference <laughs> your crew. for me. Your, you say your crew came together around middle school? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what cool. I did. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't take naps in middle school, dude. That's true. That's true. <sighs> Man, I wish... But I, went to, I went to a pretty hardcore Christian school, so naps were really not an option after first grade anyway. It's true. So did I. I mean, but I was there in fourth grade. I don't, I don't think you take naps in fourth grade even now, anywhere you go. I think, yeah. I think naps stop at first grade, honestly. Right. But yeah, middle school, worst years of my life. But I think elementary 
if I want to name a specific year, I would probably say fifth and sixth grade were my all-time favorite school years. And that was because I was at the the private Christian school, very small classroom, you know, 10 people, and Mm -hmm. had uh, some amazing friends that I made there. I think that's probably why. And there's no bullies. I didn't have any bullies there whatsoever. Yeah, that's what I remember weirdly about uh, elementary school was that I I dealt with more bullies then than I did in later years, but I see whenever I went to in third grade, I believe it was, I started at a new school and it was a private school that was just starting out. So they added a grade with us. So it, the highest grade I went to was third grade when I was in third grade. So mm. then in fourth grade, they added a fourth grade, fifth grade, they added a fifth grade, uh-huh. so on and so forth. So we were always the oldest kids. Huh. And so there wasn't really room for bullies in that sense. And yeah. I was always the biggest kid there. So People didn't want to mess with me, yeah. even though <laughs> they could have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't really bullied in elementary school, yeah. even before the private school. Um, I honestly don't remember being bullied in first, second, and third grade before the private school. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really until I had, I had a bully in um, seventh grade when my private school closed down. I had to go to public school. There was one or two bullies I had there, but it wasn't nearly as bad as it was in middle school in Florida when I started yeah. eighth grade there. Yeah. I remember one kid. Okay. I don't think I've talked about this in the show. One kid in Reno, this would have been my seventh grade year. So I, I was brand new to public school for the middle school. And uh, one kid there kept on picking at me mm-hmm. and it was, it was pretty bad. I think he was in my art class and that's about it. Honestly. So I think it's only during art class. He'd, he'd, he'd pick on me and uh, it got so bad where at one point I was like doing something at a desk facing the other direction. He come up behind me and I I was a very shy kid. I would never start any fights or anything like that. He came mm-hmm. up behind me. I knew he was coming up behind me and I elbowed him on purpose. Oh jeez. Dude, and this is I was a short fat kid in in, in those years and uh-huh. very quiet. I wouldn't talk to anybody if I didn't know you for like years and years. I wouldn't talk for you. <laughs> talk to you. And right. he was so mad. Of course he would be. I elbowed him. Sure. <laughs> but he's he tormented me for a good, like, six months. Mm. And uh, he pushed me as hard as he could into the desk, and it knocked the wind out of me. Mm. And uh, the teacher sent us both to the principal's office, and the principal had a separate, you know, he asked me first what happened. I told him he pushed me for no reason, you know, which was a lie. I did elbow him. Right. And then... uh the principal asked him what happened when I wasn't in the room. And he said, you know, of course I started at first and everything. And yeah. then he ended up getting uh, suspended hmm. because he was a known bowling, huge known bowling. You know, he's been suspended plenty of times. Right. And again, like I said, I felt justified because he tormented me. I mean, that was not the first time he ever pushed me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I never did anything back to him. So I right. felt justified for doing what I did. Yeah. And, no, I, uh, I as he walked by me, he looked at me and says, I'm going to come back. I'm going to get you. Oh, boy. Yeah. So when his, I don't know how long he suspended. This was a long time ago. I, I would assume a week or something. Right. The day he came back, teachers caught him in the hallway with a gun. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't think I've even told you the story. I, I may have. I don't remember. Yeah. I, I never saw him. So he, he never... I don't, I don't know if he was even after me. 
Yeah. I just assumed he was because it was a day he got back and, and he said he was going to come back and get me. Mm. And uh, he never got, I don't think he got in trouble legally, but he did get expelled from the school that day. Yeah. For having that gun. I don't I don't think he's even caught with it in his hand. I think somebody caught it in his locker. Wow. But it, it could have been a close one. Yeah, that's pretty intense. Yeah. As soon after that, we did move to Florida. I do think that's one of the key reasons why we did. Yeah. I I don't blame you. <laughs> less less crime in my, in my parents' eyes, which there was less crime. We, we moved to a small town in Florida. Right. But that, yeah, that was a pretty big eye opener right there because he was not a good dude. Yeah. So yeah, you don't, you don't want that kind of person after you. I mean, uh, clearly if, if, I mean, there's nothing wrong with owning guns, but yeah. if you've got a gun at school for any reason whatsoever, that's very clearly a problem. And if you're a kid listening right now, I know our age range, it's, it's mainly people in their twenties and thirties. But if you're listening now, a, if you think anybody in your school has like any like ounce inside of them that you feel could do something like this, tell somebody, you know, that's the number one thing. Please tell somebody. And, and two, if you're the kid who's thinking about doing this, I mean, if you're not, if you don't care about people, other people's lives, think about your life. Right. You know, a, you can end up dead. B, you can go to prison. It's not going to be good no matter yeah. what you do. So please, please go get some help. Talk to somebody, you know. It does really help talking to somebody. It really does. And, um, yeah, I, I didn't um, I didn't plan to do a PSA. But I, I, mean, I, I was thinking the same thing, but I think it needs to be said, you know. No, it does. It does. And if you're, if you're my age, who has it? My, my daughter's 15 years old, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're oh, my yeah. age, please keep an eye out to what's going on in, in your home life. Because mm-hmm. you really yeah. don't know if A, they're going to be the ones doing it, or B, if they're going to be ones one of the victims. Right, exactly. No, I mean, I don't have kids, but that, that would be a real concern, especially these days with the increase in violence and everything that has been going on. It's It's funny, though. I remember every year, well, it's not really funny, I guess, but I remember every year being afraid of something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. especially around the time that Columbine occurred. Yeah, see, I was I was yeah. out of school when that happened. I, I never had a fear of it happening. Even after this situation in Reno happened, I never feared it, ever. Yeah, because you don't think about it no. until it is an issue, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, anyways, that's... I guess we'll leave that at that, and we'll go on to what we planned on talking about. Sorry to kind of bring it down, but I do think it needed to be said. No, it's it's very important. So... We got together, and I decided I wanted to talk about a cartoon that I really did love in 1986. It was called Galaxy High School. And, yes. Gary, you've never heard of it. Uh, No, I don't believe so. So, Galaxy High School, I remember watching in Reno when I was a kid, uh, premiered September 13th, 1986 on CBS, and sadly, only had a 13-episode run. That ended on December 6th, 1986. Um, My favorite memories of the show, watching it with my brother, of course. And my brother and I used to always draw out a universe. So if you watch the show, you'll see that the high school is like on an asteroid. And it's got, it's like almost like, almost like the Jetsons where there's like different asteroids with buildings on it. So there's a mall, 
on another asteroid and there's like connected with tunnels and tubes and everything that being you bring you from one place to another place and my brother and I used to draw our own little map of our uh, I don't think we even copied the map that you see on the show I think we just mm-hmm. copied, I think we just made our own little town you know on asteroids <laughs> and that was my favorite memory of the show right there that's that's really cool it's it, yeah it feels very Jetsons but like mm-hmm. 80s Jetsons you know exactly so 80s and I would just tell you the the premise of the story but what's awesome about it is that it's very much like Gilligan's Island yeah where the uh intro tells you everything you need to know <laughs> it does. so if you miss an episode you know what's going on you know these kids are foreign exchange students from earth who go to this asteroid an alien high school and uh, one of them is kind of the oddball out while the, the other one is a popular girl and I'll just play the intro right now So there's the intro right there. And one cool thing that I, I really did not know until yesterday was that the music in the show, and I think even the intro right there, was mm-hmm. made by Don Felder, who is a extremely, extremely talented guitar player. And uh, he was actually the guitarist for the Eagles from 1974 to 2001. And yep. I did not know he made that. I wonder if, that, <laughs> I wonder if that's him singing. I, I think it must have been. I think it is. That's yeah. pretty awesome. I I knew he did music for the heavy metal animated movie in the eighties. I didn't right. know, I didn't know he did more animation. Yeah. I I actually whenever I was doing research on this recently, I, I came across his name and I was like, Oh, so this is why Tim wanted to watch the show. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, so if you, <laughs> if, if you guys know, Eagles is probably my favorite band of all time. And I've actually interviewed Don Felder from my old podcast. Uh, rock bottom and um he is the guy who gave us hotel california he's the okay so, so gary you're more of a music guy than i am so he's right. he's not a composer but he wrote the uh, guitars for it what does that what does that make him um well i guess he's he's sort of the songwriter songwriter yeah, the, yeah songwriter he, he didn't write the lyrics for it but he wrote the 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 song the songwriter for it and yep. he turned in that the the song to don henley and Don Henley loved it, and then he wrote the vocals over the, what song Don Felder gave him. So if it right. wasn't for John, Don Felder, we would not have one of the greatest rock songs of all time, Hotel California. Yeah, yeah. And and Don Felder has this sound about him, and maybe it was just his 80s stuff, but thinking of that song plus you know the heavy metal soundtrack, exactly, it's yeah. kind of similar. Yeah, it's very synth, you know, it's got a synthesizer song, sound to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right, it's, it's very similar to it. 
So I, I do wonder if he, he did the vocals. He has to have done the vocals for those. Yeah, because he sang on the heavy metal songs, yep. right? From what sounds, I recall, that he, was him singing. Yep, and he sounds great, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, I mean, they were cartoons in the 80s, especially, were known to bring in other singers than the people who wrote the songs. But uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe you'll get a chance to ask him again sometime. I, I, I was told I am going to get an interview with him. I haven't announced that on the podcast, but that was a couple years ago. And they said, right. they said to wait until his next album release comes, and then he'll have more talk about and I don't think he's released one since then, so I'm still waiting. Oh, how could he have more to talk about than the Galaxy yeah, High soundtrack? Well, now I'm glad we waited because I wouldn't have brought it up probably. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, did you find anything, anything cool when you did some research on the show? Uh, there's not a lot about this show no. other than the fact that, you know, it was very small. And and uh, I'm surprised that you guys caught it in, in you know, real time. Mm-hmm. because 13 episodes <laughs> yeah 13 episodes and then not a lot of reruns to my knowledge up yeah. until usa or somewhere aired it in their cartoon block do you know what year that was uh i don't remember what it said but i want to say it could have been as as late as the early 2000s wow but which surprises me that it would have been popular enough at that time <laughs> yeah that's true to come back. Why, but, why even bring it back well probably be, oh that's probably because of the famous creator of the animated show mm-hmm. so chris columbus not not the guy who discovered america or quote unquote discovered america right. but chris columbus the uh famous director who directed home alone home alone 2 mrs doubtfire and also a couple of the early i think the first two harry potter films he created this animated series, and that's my, maybe that's why they brought it back to USA because the first Harry Potter came out when, two thousand one or two. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was uh, it was Sci-Fi Channel's block oh, okay. show. It's not USA. Okay. I can get it. Oh, okay. So that was ninety two to ninety five. So it wasn't it wasn't long after the original run. Okay. Which that could be when my brother and I caught it. Maybe. Maybe yeah. Because I do remember it being in our second house in Reno. And in 86, we would have been at the first house. Mm-hmm. So I think we may have caught it during reruns. But yeah, whenever whenever I saw Chris Columbus's name, I was like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. And the DVD really prominently tells you it's made by Chris Columbus too. The <laughs> The cover shows it like, like on the top there. Just, right. Just to get you Which- to buy it. Yeah, he did. He did the concept for the series, I guess, and and sold it, and then he did the first episode. But I don't think he had anything to do with the show after that, except for yeah. like, producing it. They tend to do that quite a bit when they create a yeah. show. I I think it's kind of interesting because I watched like the first half of the series, and the first episode is definitely a highlight. So as yeah. soon as yeah, like his vision was <laughs> clear, but I think once he disappeared, the the quality of the show kind of it didn't get bad. It just yeah wasn't as exciting it's kind of cheesy yeah i mean it always was cheesy of course but you know so so what did you think as a newcomer what did you think i think i thought it was cool the way that they did the role reversal on you know the popular kid on earth is not the popular kid yeah. in, on you know galaxy high it's it's neat and i find it kind of relatable yeah and what i loved was okay so if you didn't hear it in the intro because it's kind of confusing when you hear it um doyle he's he's the male human and then there's what Amy is that her name Amy I think so okay Amy is the uh, girl human and on earth she's the nerd she keeps to herself she has no friends they say that in the intro 
And uh, Doyle on Earth, he's like the number one dude. He He's so popular, probably homecoming king, that kind of stuff. And as soon as they get to this asteroid, it's total opposite. Everybody loves yep. her because she's unique. There's not many girls in the school, I guess, and there's no human girls, of course. So right. everybody goes to her, and he's rejected right away, and he's bullied by the, the, the lead bully. Who, his name is um, Beef. Is it Beef? I want to say, yeah, Beef Bonk. Beef, and, yeah. Yep. Which which Beef, I know he's a bully, and I hate bullies, but he was my favorite character on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. And I just found out who the voice of Beef was. John Stevenson, right? Yeah, who who was uh, uh, Mr. Slate in the Flintstones. That's right. Dude, that's, I had no clue that was him. So yeah. total opposite character uh, of what you would imagine him voicing. I know, that's very cool. Yeah, none of the voice cast bothered me on this. I thought they all did pretty well. Yeah, let's, let's go through it real quick. So Hal Rail is, is the voice of Doyle. Um, he filled Doyle in... Doyle Cleverlobe, I love that name. <laughs> What's his last name? Clever lobe. Clever lobe. I don't think I caught that. I don't think I saw that. Yeah, I didn't catch it watching the show, but just looking at the Wikipedia for it, I was wow. like, I got to make a note of that. <laughs> so he's Doyle, and he filled in for Rob Paulson quite a bit on the uh, original Ninja Turtles as Raphael. Hal also voiced Shrapnel in the uh, original Transformers cartoon. Right. And we have Susan Blue, who is a very underrated voice actor i think she voiced yeah. amy of course she was rc in the original transformers and one of my favorites she was princess papa in the papa's cartoon in 85 oh nice yeah, yeah. yeah she's done a lot of great voices she has she really has and she also is not a voice but she was in uh one of the friday the 13th movies as an actress she oh. was in part seven the new blood okay and I love, love, love all the Friday the 13th movies. <laughs> so, and then we also have Pat Carroll. You may know that name. She voiced Miss Biddy McBrain. She mm-hmm. is the voice of Ursula in Little Mermaid. And That's right. You can kind of hear it in her. Podcast. Who we had on the podcast very early on, I think episode three, so years ago. Yeah. Great, great lady. Great voice. Um, you can hear a little bit of Ursula in there. You can mm-hmm. also hear a little bit of her character in uh, Pound Puppies in there. Yep. But I love her voice so much. And, and just to go down the line get a little bit more, we have Nancy Cartwright. She's in there. Pat Fraley. Danny Mann plays the creep, which I also love the creep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, of course, is the voice of Hector in Heathcliff and the Cadillac Cats. We have Neil Ross. Of course, he was Shipwreck. And John Stevenson, who we talked about, as Beef. Yep, yep. And uh, I have to say, Nancy Cartwright, um, her flat Freddy Fender character yeah, yeah. is just Bart Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that this predates that by a few years. And it's such a great voice. It's like, hey, I'm going to make this, you know, that's true. my legacy later. Yeah, I wonder, I should try to get her back on the show and ask her if she just remembered this voice from Galaxy High School to use yeah. as Bart, I think maybe, what, two years later? Uh, so, well, I don't know when, when the Tracy Ullman stuff started, I but like, like 80, 87, ah, I believe. Yeah. Maybe just one year later then. Wow. Yeah, I guess so. Of course they could have recorded, recorded the voices for this in 85 or that's true. 84 that's even, true. but very you, cool. You never know. So yeah, Galaxy High School. I watched the first few episodes again last night 
and I had mm-hmm. fun with it, man. It I don't think I don't think it's gotten worse. No. I think it's kind of lasted. I mean, there's no nothing in there really to date it, honestly. Mm-mm. And I just thought it was a cool different spin on like a Jetson's life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Whenever you set things in space and you don't make, you know, references to politics or anything like that, you know, it can be kind of timeless. And yeah. I feel like maybe slightly da- dated animation or music. Music was the main thing that dated it, but. Oh, you, yeah. you don't don't make fun of the music, man. I, <laughs> don't make fun of the Don Felder. I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> I'm just saying that it's definitely. Uh, dated. It shows its era. Yeah. Yeah. Which any music does that. It does. It does. And Except think, for maybe like Capital Critters where they're just using political sounding music all the time. Yeah. It's funny because I was actually thinking about that cartoon watching this cartoon. I don't know why. Hmm. Yeah, I think that one, like as a newcomer, well, I don't know. I can't really pretend to be a newcomer for Capital Critters, but I, I feel like that one might hold up a little bit better, but... I, we need to revisit that. I think next election we need to revisit Capital Critters. Yeah. I Let's do it. That'll be a fun one to do. Maybe get some voice casters on. Yeah. Not voice casters. Get some voice cast back on and talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that would be totally fun. Because I love that show, man. I love that mm-hmm. show. And that's another one that ran for like, I think, less than 13 episodes, honestly. Yeah, probably. I don't. <laughs> I'm surprised that with as little traction as this show seemed to have originally, that it ran all 13 episodes. Because usually, you know, shows get pulled before yeah. that can happen if, if they're not terribly popular they probably had nothing else to air so they just let it finish i guess i don't know that's a good point i tried to find out online why it was yeah. canceled but i couldn't find anything yeah it's well i mean very clearly this show became a cult hit after the fact and i don't know if that was because of chris columbus's career or john crick felucci or what but it definitely kind of had a second life mm-hmm. and i don't know why there's not more information about it yeah that's so true i expected a much longer wikipedia page and then what it got yeah i know <laughs> but oh well i i do find it funny though how it had that very um that uh she's all that element to it where the the human girl on earth <laughs> is the nerdy one nobody likes her everybody stays away from her she has no friends and yet she's gorgeous you know Yep. And she's yep. not weird at all. Tell she's us all not, this time, I guess. <laughs> she's not nerdy at all. She's still gorgeous. And yet she's the nerdy one who nobody talks to. <laughs> well, I, I find that very relatable. So you know, <laughs> just being nerdy and gorgeous and all that. It's 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 a tough life. <laughs> no, but I, I do think that's funny. Yeah, that the the jock guy is is not. And maybe it's poetic justice or something, right? It's like, it's what I wanted. All the jock guys who were so cool, you know, all of a sudden weren't cool in this world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm looking at the uh, DVD cover right now. Another thing that I found funny is that this takes place in 2024. Actually, it might not even <laughs> take place in 2024. It might take place kind of like now because it says class of 2024 hmm. so so not too far in the future less than five years we're going to be in space having galaxy high schools which is pretty <laughs> awesome that's pretty awesome to know so thanks chris yeah. columbus for everything i'm, I'm a little skeptical because i think we've got like a month until the original blade <laughs> runner is set oh so. man because I'm pretty sure that was October of 2019. And we're but, already we're already behind with Back to the Future timeline. 
Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about the the way things are shaping up. I'm pretty upset. I think it's because we're going back in time with all these stupid remakes that they're making. They're not <laughs> focused on the future. That does that does seem to be the truth. <laughs> <laughs> back to school. Kids are going back to school. Another one of my favorite memories of school was in Reno. So school starts around September-ish, I think, in Reno. And I remember walking to school. Actually, first let me go off of the story. I don't know if kids nowadays can do this. They're so dependent, I think, on their parents, you know, my kids included. I do not mm-hmm. trust my kids to do this, but I used to have my alarm next to my bed. And imagine, I was probably, I think I was 10, maybe? Maybe a little a little younger, maybe not 8, 9, 10. I used to have the alarm next to my bed, goes off. I used to get up, take a shower by myself, I used to go get my own breakfast, make my own breakfast, which probably just, you know, cereal. Right. And uh, I would watch one full episode of the Woody Woodpecker show. (laughs) And then I would walk myself to school. Do you (laughs) see kids nowadays doing that? No, I really don't. (laughs) My parents weren't even home, so they couldn't even tell me to do to do all that they were you know they worked early in the mornings and i was there and i don't even remember my brother being there honestly i don't know if he's probably getting ready i just didn't bother he you know we were different grades so we we didn't walk to school together but yeah that's i would do that so i and i was never late i always went to school and kids nowadays they just couldn't do that I mean, that, that, that's interesting, the idea of living so close to your school that you could walk there. I've never had that option, but... It was about it was about a mile and a half, two miles away. Okay. Well, it's a good exercise. Yeah, it, for the fat <laughs> kid. <laughs> <laughs> I probably rode my bike, actually. You know, I, I was more of a bike rider to that school, at least. To a different school, I used to walk to school. I remember that with my best friend, Hillary. We used to walk, right. but that one was half a mile, maybe maybe one mile away. But oh, yeah, that's cool. I mean, if, if you've got company, that's that's always yeah, better for that one. Yeah, for the walking one, yeah, we had company. But then for the Reno, the two mile away one, it was just me. Yeah, you know, it's funny just thinking about going back to school and all that. I I still get like a certain level of anxiety whenever I'm in the store and I see them putting out school supplies. <laughs> I don't get that anymore. You think I would because I did not have a good middle school and high school years, but I don't get that. I did get the nightmares of forgetting your, your locker combination for many years <laughs> after high school, many years after. <laughs> I remember cause it happened in school too, where hmm. I, I think I had to get the janitor at least twice in high school to, to break my lock open. Oh no. Because at that point I had a key, but I forget the key at home cause I wasn't driving to school at that point. Right. And so he had to break my locker open a couple of times. So maybe that's why I had nightmares about it. Hmm. Yeah, I still sometimes, weirdly enough, uh, I still just have random dreams of 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 being in high school and missing my first class yeah, or something. That was another and one of mine too. It's not. It's not even a high school that I went to. That's the weird <laughs> part. It's just like, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but it's just it's very strange and and like i'll still get dreams about previous jobs and stuff that like i'm I'm late for work and sometimes it's in the same dream like i have to leave school and go to work whenever <laughs> i didn't even go to school and work at the same time you know oh. <laughs> it's just 
weird the way that those things stick with your brain. Yeah. My other dream was very similar to yours where I'd I'd miss first period or my other dream was I would either a have the wrong books for the class Mm -hmm. I had up next or B that I would forget my schedule altogether and not know what class I'm supposed to be in. Yeah. (laughs) That's the nightmares I had for at least a good 10 years after school. Mm. It's awful. (laughs) I never had the one about waking up naked or, or in my underwear in school. I never had that one. Me neither. That's that's <laughs> weird. I, I always thought like, is that really a thing or is that yeah, just something TV wants to make a thing? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But I was going to say that my other favorite memory of school was um, the beginning of school year in September mm-hmm. in Reno. They would have the hot air balloon races, which just happened this past weekend, just yesterday. And cool. I remember, so I made a video about it on my YouTube channel. Go check that out. Just type in Tim Nidell on YouTube. You'll find my channel. Make sure to subscribe. I would love it if you did. Mm-hmm. But my brother and I went back to our childhood home of Reno. And it was our first time ever back together since 1993. And we did this last last September. And uh, we went to the hot air balloon races. And man, it's, it's amazing. It's beautiful. There's like 100 hot air balloons it's the largest free hot air balloon show in the world mm, that's cool and when you walk to school that monday after it happens there's still a good amount you know 10 to 15 hot air balloons in the sky mm-hmm. and you're just walking to school looking up and there's a darth vader <laughs> darth vader <laughs> helmet just floating around or a uh, smoky the bear was my favorite one as a kid just floating nice. around in the sky and the cool, crisp <laughs> September air hitting you because it gets a little chilly, you know, even in Reno. And mm-hmm. um, that's one of my favorite school memories is, is September and seeing yeah. those balloons and feeling that crisp air and just walking to school. It's it's weird for me that I would always get anxious, you know, like before the school year started. But I, I would, even though I never really, you know, was stressed once I got there. It was just the idea of, I guess, maybe summer being over. Yeah. And I was a little sad about that. But I was also excited to to go back and see my friends because I didn't see them during the summer. And Yeah, um, yeah, I didn't either. We were sent away usually to California where my grandparents lived. So yeah. I, would, well, I wouldn't I, see my friends. I don't even have that excuse. I was in the same town. But just being a Christian school, you know, we, we were all shuttled in by our parents as opposed to living near that area. Okay. So none of us live near each other. That's, that makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, it was exciting to see them again, see, you know, the girl that I had a crush on last year, see how she turned out. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of, I, I've told you about the story just a couple of weeks ago. I don't think I mentioned it on the podcast. Um, the girl. <laughs> how are you going to? <laughs> the the girl that I was obsessed with, probably my oh. first real, my first real crush in school. Um, mm-hmm. I say real because, of course, I had crushes on celebrities. You know, I was young, uh, but I still thought a certain celebrity like Linda Carter was hot. You know what I mean? Sure. <clears throat> but this girl in my third clay, my third grade class, my teacher was uh, Mr. Blay. I remember that in in uh, Sparks, Nevada. We were at Alice Maxwell. I'm saying that because hopefully this girl's listening <laughs> right now. Like, hey, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so this girl, I, I thought she was as gorgeous. She reminds me of a um, an Ali Sheedy of Ooh. of the eighties, and yep. um, of course, I was in third grade. That's what I remember her as looking like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would give out little hints to her during class that I liked her. Like we never sat next to each other or anything, but I remember every time she stood up to go to get a drink at the drinking fountain, I would put my head up. 
and I'd watch her walk, walk over there, and I'd make sure she'd catch me watching her, and then I'd look away as soon as she, she caught me. That was my sneaky way of saying, hey, I like you. It's, it's not <laughs> creepy. It sounds a little creepy, but it's not creepy, okay? I find it relatable. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't talk to anybody, you know? <clears throat> yeah. So then she came up to me. So I, I did that for a long time. And uh, then she started, like, smiling and, and waving at me and that kind of stuff. And the one time during recess, I was outside. I was swinging. The swing next to me was 100% open. Nobody was swinging on it. She comes over to me. She says, hey, Timmy, uh, is this other swing available? And uh, I, I stopped swinging instantly. <laughs> Instead of saying anything, I stopped. I got off my swing and I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> and that was how far it went right there. Now, funny thing is, so after third grade, after that happened, I went to the private mm-hmm. school. So none of my classmates from third grade I ever saw ever again, honestly. I, I may have. I just didn't know it was them. So I went to the private school from fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Around, I think it may have been sixth grade, my old elementary school, which is where that happened, that swing incident happened. We went there for some kind of concert after school. And uh, we were walking the halls. I was with my family, my parents, and my brother. And suddenly I hear a girl say, Timmy, is that you? And I turn around, and it was her. (laughs) And then I turn back around and walk away. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the last time I saw her. (laughs) No, I'm happily married now. So I don't want anything to happen. I just think it'd be hilarious if I run into her and tell her the story, you know? Yep. <laughs> yeah. It'll be the first time she's ever heard you talk. <laughs> <laughs> it probably would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I don't even know her name. I don't have a yearbook or anything. I have no idea what she looked like. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's funny. I, I remember back in um, kindergarten. No, what's it? No, it must have been first grade. I, uh, one of the only times that I ever got suspended from school was for, uh, kissing a girl on the playground. What? But like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, fun. Like I legitimately thought I was marrying this girl at that point. <laughs> I was so, so out of it. And, um, and there was a kid, it was like staged and everything. Like this was my, I'm using air quotes, uh, a girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And, uh, I remember a kid you know, was pretending to be the preacher and everything. And like, he married us. And I guess one of the teachers saw his kiss and thought that we were being wildly inappropriate. Of course. And uh, so we got called to the principal's office and, um, and I was suspended. Well, I don't think I was suspended, but they made us both leave early that day. But the thing (laughs) is her parents were so upset about it. They never let her come back to the school. Are you serious? I'm serious. So I need to to find her to see how long she's been in counseling because of you. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. Yeah. I had to, I had to tell my wife, I was like, look, I, I may have another wife out there. (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh, that does remind me of another story that I've never told. Um, (laughs) So I guess I did have another crush a year before that in second grade. But it was mm-hmm. nothing major at all. It wasn't a huge crush, but because she was the popular kid in, in my classroom, and right. uh, she was the pretty one who all the boys talked to. And I remember seeing all these boys talk to her during class, all around her, and everything. It was during class; we were supposed to be quiet. 
And mm-hmm. then at one point, she tells them to go away, and she, she starts talking to me. It's like, oh, are you serious? The cute girl's talking to me now? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So then I turn around, I say like one or two words, and the teacher yells at me, tells me to stop talking. <laughs> and that's the last I've ever talked to her, I think, too. <laughs> mm. That teacher, man. I know. Ruin your chances. <laughs> ah, craziness. Craziness. School, man. Yeah. It, it was really fun. I mean, I, I at the time, I, I well, you know, I had I had days where I hated it. I had years where I hated it. But, you know, in hindsight, I, I do regret not taking more advantage of it in some ways. Exactly. Exactly. Me too. But, I never liked the school part of it, but I liked the interaction and just yeah. the overall feeling of that time. You know, I can't say I didn't like school. I did like the school part of it. I loved first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. I loved it. Even seventh grade I loved, even though I was picked on by that one guy who tried to shoot me. I right. still <laughs> I still loved it. I don't know. But then yeah. after that, oh man, after that I hated every single moment in Florida. It got too but hard. It got to, and I was way, I was super, super bullied in, yeah. in, in Florida, super bullied. Yeah. Like I don't even consider myself bullied in Reno. Right. But in, in Florida, I was targeted by a group mm. and I was super bullied. Like you see in the T in the movies and everything about the eighties, that's what was happening to me. The, right. The short fat kid in school who was brand new to the whole South. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, was, I was an easy target, but that still gives them no excuse. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. There's no point in that sort of behavior. No, no. But I'm not going to talk much more about that. I'd rather leave on a happy note where I, I enjoyed the majority of my school and all my friends that I had. No, I'm I'm, I'm with you there, and I, I wish I'd kept better track or, you know, kept in better touch with some of them, but, yeah. you know. I'm in, I'm in touch with three from back maybe four or five about five from back then in Uh reno and we're really good friends and every time i go back every year we always grab dinner hang out yeah the problem for me is the 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 town that i lived in was so poor or not poor but you know it's just it's it's basically become like a really drug heavy area and this that and the other and so most of the people that i knew in school have actually left so Mm. i mean i've still got like my best friend who I've, you know, been friends with for 24, 23 years now. And, um, he lived across the street from me though. And we barely went to school together at all, but, um, because he was in public school and all that. But so, I I mean, whenever I go home, there's not really that warm welcome. Uh, It's Mm. great to see him, but that's about it. Yeah. That's sad. But yeah, it is sad. And then I went and moved, away and i guess everyone else did too but i i guess there's always facebook but yeah that doesn't feel no it doesn't feel doesn't feel the same when when i was back in reno just a month or two ago it was great because i took my my middle my middle child sarah she's 12 and uh Mm -hmm. i walked around the school grounds you know and i i because in reno most of the schools are outside hallways so there's no hallways right and uh and it was it was summertime, so we were able to walk around the old hallways. I, I showed her my third grade classroom door where I had that crush on the, the girl. <laughs> right. And uh, I even found a uh, free stand of books that they were giving away, old library books from that elementary school. And the first book that I pulled out was a My Pet Monster book from 1986, hmm. which is the year that I was there. 
Right. And it just gave me goosebumps. I can imagine. I opened it up, had a stamp on it from Alice Maxwell Elementary School in Sparks, Nevada, 1986, maybe 87, one of the two. And uh, then I flipped to the back where the card was like, oh, it'd be awesome if my name's on the card, you know? But <laughs> yeah. the card was taken out, so nothing was there. Nah, but, that would have been cool. But yeah, it was, a good, it was a good trip down memory lane. But yeah, I guess that's about it. Don't forget to say hi to Gary this weekend. Yes. And uh, speaking of YouTube channels, I've I've got yes, that's right. I've started doing a similar thing. <laughs> well, I was I was gonna I, I was gonna tell you to promote that. So go ahead. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I'm I'm hopefully going to be trying out my first like travel video log kind of thing uh, for this convention. So we shall see how that goes. Um, if nothing ever comes of it, still check it out anyways. I do. Uh, it seems like food reviews are what people like the most, but I'm going to be doing some like old school toys and things of that nature as well. Reviews and unboxing videos and things like that. So, and where can people find you? That would be helpful. Wouldn't it? It is at uh, Gary says some things. Yes. Go check it out. It's pretty awesome. Well, thank you. And then one day we are going to collab of course, when we're together. Yeah. That that's going to be the exciting part (laughs) where it all, comes full circle I have, a, I have a feeling it's gonna be like an in and out review or something <laughs> I'm, I'm down for that oh we can do in and out versus uh five guys review yeah that sounds promising mm-hmm. so anyways yeah. thank you guys for tuning in hopefully if you're young hopefully you have a great year and if you're not young hopefully you're young at heart and this brought back some amazing memories of your school days Yes, be safe this year. And remember, even if you are going through a tough school year or bullying is occurring for you, when you get to be our age, high school is really just, it's not the most critical thing in the world. What you're experiencing is not going to change or ruin your life. It's just going to be a little difficult or fun, however you see it. Yep, exactly. Find find some kind of outlet that, uh, that makes you happy. That's a great... That's a great idea. Yeah. Talk to somebody, find an outlet. It's going to be great. Trust me. I was there. Trust me. I had days where I just did not want to do anything because it was so bad. So I was there. Hang in there. It's going to get better. I promise you. And you might even be a uh, world famous podcaster. There, yeah. You might be headlining the Reno convention coming up in November. <laughs> no, I'm not quite headlining. Val Kilmer is right now. But hey, I'm just a couple people below him. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) not a bad place to be, not a bad place at all. So thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check them out on Facebook and Twitter. And that's all, folks.